Now, here's what I'm curious about. I know what our We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet is in reference to. We haven't seen movies. What is a Christian page talking about in reference to the phrase, We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet? I'm guessing the rapture. (laughs) That's also what I was thinking. I view it much more threateningly. (laughs) We ain't seen Ragnarok yet, but we will. (laughs) And may God have mercy on all of our souls. The dead will rise and join the Lord in the kingdom of heaven, but only 10,000 true believers... I got a Jehovah's If you pay a premium price of $500, you can get into heaven. <laughs> yes, I love tithing. <laughs> Here's my All right, how do you like this for my um new Christian parent book? It's called Teething and Tithing. It's about the struggles um, of having a newborn <laughs> child while also trying to dedicate large sums of money to the church. <laughs> Something that you're very knowledgeable on both topics i'm very familiar with i think yeah i think there's a large section of uh americans out there strictly americans who you don't have to say section it's just a sect (laughs) cult of americans out there who yeah would be very interested in learning how to balance that budget Something that I did not get a job for because I don't know how to balance a budget. Hey, if we've learned anything about the evangelical right, is that... (laughs) Should we start the show? Is this... Should we start the show? (laughs) There's not a... Well, I think that I'll have a number four. (laughs) Hurry, what's the number four? That is a start of a show. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Now we have two different number four. This number four is seasonal. (laughs) No, we don't have a number four listed. Oh, well, the number four is now the start of the show. (laughs) Welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, accompanied by a sea of clattering keyboards. (laughs) This is the game show. Where we quiz each other on movies we haven't seen. I'm your co-host, Ethan, and this is your other co-host... Clackety Keyboard. (laughs) Uh, The current (laughs) score is Wes, 9, Ethan, 5. This is, of course, Zack Snyder's Bat Month. (laughs) (laughs) Which has just just come out on HBO Max to mixed reviews (laughs) mixed to positive reviews yes i was surprised this has gotten better reviews than the movie you're gonna see this next (laughs) i i saw that uh, a guy who reviews a bunch of movies on letterboxd and i think he's a professional movie reviewer he rated the snyder cut higher than shin godzilla which upsets me personally (laughs) Shin Godzilla's boring, Ethan. (laughs) Too many meetings. 
That just came out. We do need to talk about that. <laughs> she what? said, how's Godzilla versus Kong? I know that comes out in 10 days. 10 days? Okay. Oh, we got to figure out how we're going to do that. <laughs> we got to make our quiz, our collective quiz. We do. It'll be our special episode before Star Wars starts. It is currently. Oh, okay. Bark, bark, bark. Uh, last week, I quizzed Wes on the movie Batman and Robin, which he watched two days later. <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to do it, this last week. It has been several days since he's watched the movie, so I'm very curious how much he retained. It's a hard movie to know the sequence of. <laughs> I think I recall it fairly well. Uh, and then at the end of this quiz, Wes will quiz me on... Batman v Superman Down of Justice. Justicia. <laughs> Down of Justicia. <laughs> Zack Snyder would have put the title in Latin if he could have. Definitely. Uh, oh, God. You're going to be sick of. Hey, did you know superheroes are kind of like gods? <laughs> I actually had a pretty good idea that Superman himself is a lot like Jesus Christ. <laughs> Speaking of the cults we were talking about before. <laughs> I don't know how much of our pre-roll is going in this episode. Let's do a quick sync. Three, two, one. Sick. Stop. <laughs> oh, he's sick. <laughs> He's making sick. I never liked the phrase making sick. <laughs> making milk. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> talking about making pant milk, let's talk about Batman and Robin. Wes, we talked about why you hadn't seen this movie. Uh, you said uh, you liked cool superhero movies in high school and only recently started getting into very bad superhero <laughs> movies. So if you were only watching good superhero movies pre-high school, this was not on your list. Unless <laughs> no. you were me. <laughs> when this was like one of the good movies that I got to watch growing up. I was... Uh reading some trivia on this i was reading quite a bit of trivia on this movie there's and, a lot yeah. it's available i was uh interested in the in how this how little this movie attained any kind of popularity mm -hmm. um and one of the interesting trivia anecdotes i read was uh how there was a six flags over texas that was going to open up a, I think, a Mr. Freeze ride. Yeah, I remember talking about that. I remember hearing about it because I was the only person who knew about this movie. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> and then when it opened, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger had a prior film commitment. So it was like it was like delayed or something. Uh, and then when it opened, Arnold Schwarzenegger couldn't show up for it. And then George Clooney decided he wasn't going to show up if Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't going to show up. <laughs> so there was no one there for the opening of the ride. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
it sounds exactly like the way this movie was handled. <laughs> uh, so I did give you a full point for uh, that rationale. Uh, I asked what you knew about this movie. You said this is the first movie that features Robin. His costume is very unlike the comics. He's an off-brand Nightwing. He's got a buzz cut. This is Dick Grayson, that he rides a motorcycle, does it in a jacket. Batman has nipples. Poison Ivy is one of the villains. And maybe Mr. Freeze is here. So for all of that, I gave you half a point because half a point. that only touch that only t- most of what you talked about was Robin. And while you were accurate, had you gone into that much detail about any other part, I would have given you the full point. And not committing to Mister Freeze. <sighs> Fine. Mister Freeze is the most important character in this movie. He's the one person with an arc. No, I would say it's Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> Fat, <laughs> stupid <laughs> Commissioner Gordon. Who wanted to bump uglies with poison. <laughs> I know. He's barely in it. And he's, he's stupid and useless. <laughs> Classic commish. I would say this movie's pretty anti-police. I it's would still say- very pro-prison. <laughs> I would say the police have barely a presence at all <laughs> in this movie. It's still fascist town, which we can talk about later. Yes. Um, um, yeah, so for that, I gave you half a point. The next open-ended question, pick one of the three villains. How did they get their powers? You chose Poison Ivy. Uh, you said you read this in the novelization of the movie. Yes. <laughs> that she was in a greenhouse. Uh, someone dropped a vial or gas or a plant, <laughs> ate her, and mixed with her DNA. That's pretty close. You <laughs> forgot the snakes that also <laughs> fell on her. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, forget the snakes. So I gave you half a point. For just missing the snakes. Are you kidding me? I don't think I could even answer that now. Um, Wes, uh, can you please talk about the other two villain origin stories which are in that movie? Yes, so Mr. Freeze becomes Mr. Freeze pretty much through an OSHA violation. Uh, He (laughs) is trying to save his wife who is about to die. And he, like, kind of... He put in, like, some vat of liquids, um, but uh, he didn't have a guardrail up behind him, <laughs> and when that computer exploded, as computers often do... Computers uh, <laughs> always exploded in the 80s and 90s. We couldn't stop them. <laughs> this is why we all thought Y2K was going to happen. <laughs> he uh, flew back into that... Uh, unguarded uh tank of liquid (laughs) then he rose out of it and towards the camera towards the security camera (laughs) (laughs) as mr freezes want to do die to camera (laughs) and then bane is just like (laughs) he first you have to talk about the organization that does it to him 
<laughs> okay, it's like, is it called the anti-UN or is it the Ooh, un- so close. That's a better name. It's the Ununited Nations. <laughs> okay, <yes. laughs> Which is just five dudes. <laughs> five pretty white looking dudes from what I remember. Um, there was uh, a scientist who worked with the Poison Ivy lady and uh, he was stealing snake venom and he put that snake venom in the dude <laughs> and that dude and then the blew up. Stands up. <laughs> yeah. He's, he gets real big. He stands up. He flexes his arms and he goes, Bane! <laughs> And that's how you know who he is. <laughs> just clearly just a WWE wrestler. <laughs> I don't remember who, though. You'd think I would. Yeah. Um, Wes, you said you loved this Bane design. You said it was the most ergonomic suit. That mm. it would be really hard to beat him. Yeah. I mean, he's... You know, if you put him up against the Bane from Dark Knight Rises, I think we all know who would win. I, it would be Bane! <laughs> Bomb! <laughs> the worst line, because it's just like this big icicle, and so of course we're not going to know that those are bombs, so they're just like... Ah, but what if Bane said they <laughs> Now we know. Okay, great. Um, the next open-ended question, what are Mr. Freeze's minions themed after? Uh, you had said the song Ice Ice Baby, and that they're all based on a rap posse, but they're all white. Um, and that Robin would call them all the Ice Babies. <laughs> yes, uh, instead they were hockey players. And Robin calls them? I don't remember. Hockey the players. hockey players from hell. <laughs> okay, yes. And it was at this point that you texted me, why is Robin able to jump like this? The <laughs> physics of his jumps don't make any sense. He's able to leap, like, huge, like, spaces through, like, a side hop. <laughs> He's got, like, what is the, what's the word I'm looking for? Moon the shoes. kids' Disney Channel type of jumping physics. Mm, yeah. So you got zero points for that open-ended question. And then the last one, what causes problems... In Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze's working relationship, you said Mr. Freeze had lost his wife, and Poison Ivy wants to ride that frozen dick, <laughs> and that he carries a picture of his wife in his wallet that says, you must be this woman to ride? <laughs> That's so close to the truth that I gave you the full point. <laughs> Oh man, why why does everyone want to fuck him? <laughs> Every single woman he interacts with in the movie wants to have sex with him. I think except Batgirl. Yeah, it's truly bizarre. 
it really makes uh poison ivy's special ability of making people fall for her you know pretty cheap like okay yeah <laughs> other people can do that too <laughs> they don't even Look at need Mr. to Freeze. they don't even need to blow anything <laughs> And he's ugly as hell. He spends most of his time in either a bathrobe or a big clunky metal suit. God, I can't believe there was that scene where we're in Mr. Freeze's lair and his henchman is just like, come on, let's, let's have some fun. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, the guy who comes up to him with a newspaper. But yes, that part is weirder. Well, yeah, that other parts. Hey, chief. <laughs> I got something here I think you want to see. <laughs> <laughs> the the freezing aspect makes no goddamn sense. There are plenty of times where Mr. Freeze freezes someone. They're in a block of ice and then he removes an item from their hand. A newspaper or something. <laughs> He can control the ice. <laughs> this is why they should have put in Captain Cold instead. Mm, yes. Uh, so coming out of open-ended, you have three out of five points, which is pretty good. The first multiple choice question, which I will read as Wes attempts to drink water as slowly as possible <laughs> to inconvenience me. He's choking and he's gone. Finally, I get to host a show by myself. Ethan wins. <laughs> I, I yes. <laughs> I finally won something. The only way one of us wins this game show is just through mortality. <laughs> oh man! Considering what I ate for lunch today, you are going to win. Um. So the first multiple choice question: Which of these puns doesn't Mister Freeze make? Uh, <laughs> you had said, stay cool, bird boy, <laughs> which he very much says. Yes. Right before, oh no, he freezes him and then later he's tossed into a pool of water. It's His one of the of most disturbing graphics in the movie and it comes within the first 15 minutes. <laughs> um, he also says... The Iceman cometh. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> it's like, has everyone seen this play? <laughs> it's quite moving. <laughs> um, it's four and a half hours long. <laughs> Kira, how long is the Iceman cometh? <laughs> it's five hours long? Okay, undercut it. It's five acts. Okay. Is that the opera? No. Who wrote it? Eugene O'Neill. O'Neill. Yeah. Ed O'Neill. Yes, Ed O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll read about this later. And then, of course, uh, my favorite of his puns, because it's not really a pun. It's more of a commentary on the situation. And I don't fully understand why he said it. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. That's not what killed them. <laughs> it wasn't. It was a meteor. Someone's been watching too much Ice Age. <laughs> been... 
<laughs> Mr. Freeze loves the Ice Age quadrilogy. But Mr. Freeze, it's not scientifically based. Yeah. <laughs> the correct answer of what he doesn't say is ice to meet you, which is kind of a surprise. Mm, yeah. Um, one thing that pissed me off on my rewatch of this movie is that museum in the beginning is an art museum. That's what it says on the outside. But when you go in, it's very much a natural history museum. <laughs> my only problem with the movie. <laughs> It doesn't make sense to me why <laughs> why is Mr. Freeze's freeze weapon powered <laughs> by diamonds? <laughs> is it what just do because diamonds they look kind of like ice cubes, icicles? Is that the thing? I don't know why you would just have crystals. Then <laughs> Especially diamonds specifically. What do those have to do with refrigeration? Nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> and you'd think reflect, refracting light would deal more with creating heat yes. than taking it away. It's almost as if this movie didn't take <laughs> that into consideration, which we both know to be false. This movie had a lot <laughs> of did. thought. Into everything. Into yeah. We're just going to have to read some more materials. Right, we have to check out the novelization again. We know that's where the deep lore is packed away. I need to go do another garage sale, find it in a free box, which I believe I found it in. <laughs> it's cursed. It's a cursed book. <laughs> um, the second multiple choice question is, Barbara and Dick become closer during A. Uh, the fake answers were a fundraiser after being abandoned by Bruce. A funeral, a sting, or the correct answer, Wes, which you did get correct. What was the question? When when do Barbara and Dick become closer? What event? Oh. This was during the beginning of the slow part of the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, during that uh, motorcycle race. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> during that fucking motorcycle race. Which, every time I watch this movie, I almost fall asleep. Boy, will you uh, enjoy the pod race in Star Wars Episode One? <laughs> Isn't it like 15 minutes long at the start of the movie? I can't tell you anything. Now this is pod racing! <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars Episode One, this is my new mouse pad. <laughs> Hell yeah, I don't really know what that is, episode but one. I will. Yeah. Or you won't. As my brother pointed out, this scene doesn't take place in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a thing from Star Wars, but Star Wars Episode One is written on it. Yes. Incredible. Um, okay. So you got a point for the motorcycle race. The next multiple choice question. Why did Wayne Enterprises cut funding to South to their South America project? I don't even recall there being a South America project. The South America project was the thing that Poison Ivy okay. Doctor and Doctor Woodrow were working at. Okay. Um. So you're so, getting funded by the Wayne Wayne Enterprises, <laughs> and then your next source of funding that you go to is the Un United Nations. <laughs> 
that's the logical progression of funding. You're not even going to check with the government? Right, we're so you're check definitely with the United doing Nations? Also, here's the thing. Why would Wayne... Bruce Wayne seems very hands-on in this universe, which yeah. is weird because he's not really in this movie, but that's kind of something I'm taking from George Clooney's performance. <laughs> um, why would Bruce give funding to someone whose next best bet is the United <laughs> Nations? Both of these people, before they turn to the United Nations... <laughs> are seemingly unhinged. I don't know how they successfully gave a pitch <laughs> to get the to get the grant money. Um so the incorrect answers for this were uh the South America project was bad for the environment that Bruce found out about them using slave labor. Uh your incorrect answer of Wayne Enterprises just didn't have it in the budget. In the correct answer Dr. Woodrow was a lunatic. Yes. Is why Bruce Wayne defunded the project. Which, again, he's always been like that. How do you get the money in the first <laughs> Better yet, if you think that he's doing good work, fire him. Yeah. <laughs> Not that Professor Isley would have been good in charge of that project either. She's an eco-fascist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like the all the downside those other to people Ivy. who believe in climate change and stuff just like all the other women i'm desperately <laughs> attracted to <laughs> not cutting that but we'll see uh, all right now, my full name's in this show now. My full name and my demographic information are here, so... Hey, you have never said that you're anything but white, so. I haven't, especially not at the beginning of this episode or last episode. Uh-huh. Let's just will that into existence. Mm-hmm. If I hope, maybe the <laughs> editor of this show will take it out. Oh, please, 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 Mr. Editor. Rejected. Listen, see, our listeners want to know what race you both are. (laughs) In fact, they only listen because they're desperate to know. (laughs) All right. The next multiple choice question was, how does Robin protect himself from Poison Ivy's attacks? The incorrect answers were his suit self-immolates. The suit grows spiky nipples, or he just punches her in the jaw. What was the correct answer? How does Robin protect himself from poison ivy? Uh, he has those rubber lips. <laughs> rubber lips are immune to your charms. <laughs> Is the exact line. <laughs> Delivered exactly the same as Chris O'Donnell. So, really, if you really pick this apart, Robin knew, so Poison Ivy thought she was going to kill him. So, Which you could tell by her facial expression as she was kissing him, which you love. But Robin knew that she wasn't going to kill him, and that he was just going to 
steal that kiss from her. So in a certain way, it was a non-consensual kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Because Poison Ivy did not intend it to be just a romantic, affectionate kiss. It was meant to murder. (laughs) You know what's great about Poison Ivy's powers in this movie? Not that I'm steamrolling your discussion on consent in the (laughs) universe of Batman and Robin. That's, That's not all my I intention. Had to say. <laughs> <So>. Okay. <laughs> Why is the toxin only emitted from her lips? It was an open mouth kiss. The poison is confined only to her lips. <laughs> you can cut. So that you got out. one point for this question. <laughs> you got one point for that question. <laughs> That's not going in. Eventually this will get released As the Wesley Corvola cut Cut Oh you want me to put your last name in now So you can get toxed Yeah totally Alright Josh Gad come at me again (laughs) Again (laughs) As though he had ever paid any attention to you before Oh, wait, that's right. That is in the mythos of the show. Remember when I thought he had blocked me on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> but you blocked him. Yes, but I forgot I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How funny would it be if Josh Gad was like searching for any podcast where people talk shit about him just so that he could block them? <laughs> like it's a prevalent enough trend that he has to take active measure. <laughs> I feel like most people like josh gad so he needs some folks out there to rough him up a little bit yeah truly someone that will go full britney spears on his ass (laughs) (laughs) yeah i want him to have a meltdown (laughs) oh yikes (laughs) you can cut that out too if you want (laughs) no The final multiple choice question. What is the first password that Barbara Pennysworth guesses on Alfred's computer? <laughs> the incorrect answers were B, Peg, C, Bruce, D, England, which was your answer. Yes. The correct answer is Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> The correct password was Peg, right? Or was it Margaret? The correct password is Peg, which I don't think anyone would know. Also, why is Alfred so stupid that he has a three-digit password on his computer? No numbers. Peg. (laughs) All I have to do is look at the picture. I mean, it does say Love Margaret, and it's signed like an autograph. <laughs> it is not. You haven't given your brother a headshot of yourself? <laughs> I sh- honestly, I think my Christmas present to my entire family this year is going to be a headshot of me <laughs> that I've just signed. There was uh, one year my family garage sale. Uh, 
we had a garage sale and for every purchase of twenty dollars or more i gave them a <laughs> headshot of us <laughs> with your acting resume on the back no. it was just a picture i took of myself in my garage <laughs> and then this was when i lived in so that i would have people texting me throughout that weekend saying why is there a picture of you on my fridge like oh your your mom swung my garage and spent over 20 dollars. that's kind of a lot of money to spend at a garage sale my family we get like 1500 bucks from our garage sales annually we make a lot of money all right more than a stimmy yeah biden (laughs) you leave him alone (laughs) He's He's only been a couple months. He's saving this country. He's working hard, fighting against a $15 minimum wage. So moving out of multiple choice, you have five out of 10 possible points. Okay. Uh, Moving on to true or false. The first one, and I would argue the best one. You know what? I'm just going to let the audience know ahead of time because I did tell you right after we watched the movie. Every single one of my true or false questions, as a bit, all of them are true. The answer, the correct answer to all of them is true. They all happen. <laughs> the first one is, there is a gorilla costume striptease. Uh, you answered false that it would be a horse costume. <laughs> yes. Which I would argue would have been better because the gorilla striptease is weird. <laughs> it is. Uh, that whole scene, uh, the auction is weird. The premise of it, why is Batman... I mean, this is the this is the whole thing about there being absolutely no cop prem, uh, presence in this movie. There appears... Batman seems to be a vigilante that is just widely just an accepted public figure. <laughs> this being my only Batman and Robin movie before watching the Nolan trilogy really skewed my perception for how the police would interact with Batman. (laughs) I can't believe this was your only Batman movie (laughs) before the Nolan trilogy. It it wasn't my only Batman exposure. I did know that Batman Beyond existed. I knew that Batman Brave and the Bold existed. And I did watch Crypto the Superdog. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, Ethan. How did you not even watch the first Michael Keaton Batman movie? Because it's too scary, no, Wes. It's not. That's why I didn't watch the Michael Keaton Batman. <laughs> Batman Returns is like PG thirteen. Batman Returns is PG thirteen because Danny DeVito is the scariest penguin that's ever existed, and that's why they've never brought that character back. <laughs> Do you remember when Josh Gad was petitioning to become the penguin in the new Batman? Josh Gad will not be my new poor man's Danny DeVito. <laughs> He's too tall. It has too much hair. I forgot you Kira, saw. Don't you those. say that Josh Gad's normal looking. That's just a false. He's too normal looking compared to Danny. Fair. Danny DeVito, we love you. You're welcome to come on the show whenever you want. Quiz me on Matilda. I haven't seen it. Josh Gad. Stay off. Fuck off, honestly. (laughs) You know, I say that this show doesn't get any DMs. That's not true. We, every single week, I am accosted by Josh Gad (laughs) 
desperately clawing his way onto the show. Trust me, I'm a good guy. Like I could, I'm sure I could win you over. <laughs> he started like I think ten different burner accounts because I've already blocked the other ones. <laughs> Josh sad. Josh mad. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Glad almost got me <laughs> because I thought that was an advertisement for the garbage bags. <laughs> Josh, oh, <I> sad. Hate- <laughs> Which I say, oh, someone else agreeing that Josh Gad is only a fad. Nope, it was him. <laughs> Josh, bad. <laughs> uh, no other words rhyme with that. Let's move on. Okay. Josh Vlad. <laughs> Where he dresses up as Guillermo from... <laughs> yeah, that's what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Next true or false question. Batman ad- advertises MasterCard direct to camera. You said true. He does it. <laughs> he sure does. Do you, okay, so I asked you for the slogan. You didn't get it. I'm wondering if you remember the slogan he pitches. It's, I never leave the bat cave without it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which, now that I think about it, isn't that the American Express? I don't know. Slogan? I don't remember. Never leave home without it? American Express, um, number one, sponsor the show. Number two, confirm whether or not that was correct. I don't want to hear whether or not it was correct if you don't agree to sponsor the show. <laughs> Your car, your credit card company is dying. You are losing to MasterCard and Visa. True or false, Mr. Freeze cries a single tear in an extreme, extreme close-up that freezes and then turns into dust and blows away in the wind. It's true. It's true. Do you remember when? Is it when Poison Ivy tells him that his wife is dead? That's correct. Mm. In her most audacious costume in the entire movie. I don't remember what it was. This is when she has the morph suit with the two really high red peaks in her hair and the tiniest little sunglasses. Ah, yes. <laughs> the tiny sunglasses. She walks in and she's like, Batman <laughs> killed your wife. Now we can- Without removing the sunglasses. Now we can have sex. <laughs> Finally, you're all mine. Uh, true or false, upon hearing Batgirl's real name, Batman says, that's not very PC. Uh, you said false, and that he responds with something not PC. <laughs> no, he says it. He does say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, he does then say something not very PC, which is, we'll kill her later, we have work to do, uh, because she stole his IP. <laughs> It's crazy how no one's put together that Bruce Wayne is Batman and he has a patent on it. That's, yeah. that's Morgan Freeman's whole thing in the Nolan trilogy, that he works at the patent office. I mean, he must have it trademarked, at least, because how else would he have that MasterCard deal? That's true. I don't think enough people are talking about his deal with MasterCard in this movie and what that does for the nature of his alter ego. It's not like... I, as a private citizen, just can come up with a Wesley symbol <laughs> and ask ask a credit card company to put my symbol on my card. <laughs> and then at that point, 
what's your billing address? Yeah. If you're if you're not paying in cash, you have to have a billing address. <laughs> and he can't just put the bat cave. It can't be somewhere someone doesn't know. You know. My billing address is the shack behind your house. It's just Gotham. It's just Gotham. All of Gotham is my address. The next true or false question. Someone says, this is why Superman works alone. You said true, um, but they weren't even thinking about doing an extended universe from this movie. Yeah. So here's your opening to talk about that. I mean, I guess they were they were planning a uh I mean with what was it called? Superman flyby? Was that what it was called? I don't know what the Nicolas Cage Superman movie was called. They were gonna plan on having a crossover of those two eventually, I think. What would a Batman v Superman with George Clooney and Nicolas Cage look like? Still directed by Zack Snyder. (laughs) I hope it would be the exact same movie you're going to see this next week. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Believe it or not, Kira does not want to watch this movie. No. And then the next true or false question, someone says, Polly want a kiss? <laughs> I believe I said, said true, true, and it wouldn't make sense. You did say true? <laughs> then they would not make sense because there's no parrot involved. Both of those are correct. You received two points for this question. Uh, Wes, do you want to describe the little context that exists for this quote? I believe it's in, is it in Poison Ivy's Lair? No, sorry, it's in the ice cream warehouse. But Poison Ivy does say it, right? Poison Ivy does say it after kicking Robin in the head. Yeah. It's just like, Rob, it it just doesn't make any sense why they keep calling him Bird Boy and everything. Like, I understand his name is Robin, but there's literally no bird affiliation with his costume or whatever. Except for the big red bird on his chest, which kind of doesn't really look like a bird. It looks more like a star. Yeah. It doesn't look like really anything at all. (laughs) (laughs) The signal that Poison Ivy builds for him might as well have just been a light to Six Flags. Mm. Uh, I can confirm that the Six Flags near my house would shine the bat signal in the sky. That's pretty cool. It was pretty fucking cool. (laughs) I I will say that the this movie did remind me a lot of going to Six Flags, your Six Flags. This movie feels like Six Flags. <laughs> yes. It feels like a theme park. Yes, it does. <laughs> then let's move on to the screenshot. Uh, you said this is Robin. He's not in a costume. Yeah, Wes, just describe what the the context of the scene. Uh, I gave you three points for it. Good, uh, because just because this you didn't. I this is a dirty screenshot for you to share there's literally no context that i was given or i could surmise (laughs) from this picture that is a split second (laughs) it's maybe three frames of movie it's just when barbara arrives at wayne manor and rang the doorbell and she what was she climbing what was that for 
I don't know. Just cause. She was. It was like a. I guess the doorbell was too high. And she climbs up on like the, the, the wall of the garden because the door to Wayne Manor is recessed. Anyway, she's climbing and then Raven opens up the door and checks her out. And he looks tiny. Yes. But this is a new low in screenshots. This is a pretty bad screenshot to share. Hey, still better than the other one I was going to send you. True. They both were not good options. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other screenshot I sent him is a screenshot of a screenshot of Santa Claus is coming to town in which Mr. Freeze is conducting his minions to sing Mr. White Christmas. For some reason. All I'll say is that uh, I, I, as you will see, I am openly retaliating <laughs> with my screenshot. All right. Why are you retaliating if I gave you almost all the points? The only reason you didn't get full points is because you didn't identify who is at the door, which I think is fair. He could have been looking up into the sky, <laughs> the bat signal. Or the Robin symbol. Which you symbol. guessed. Which you guessed. And the Robin signal does happen in this movie. I just didn't give you half a point for that. <laughs> um, so at the end of this quiz, and this is why you don't deserve to complain, you got 13 out of 20 points. I deserve more, but I'll take you it. You do not deserve more! <laughs> this is why Wes doesn't deserve $15 an hour. <laughs> So, Wes, uh, that is our quiz on Batman and Robin. I almost said Batman v. Robin, which this movie also kind of just is. Um, Wes, would you recommend Batman and Robin starring George Clooney? Actually, it's not starring George Clooney. I'm sorry, everyone. This is Batman and Robin starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, the top-billed person. Yes. Um... I would say no. I think there are better bad superhero movies out there to recommend to people. This maybe would be four or five on my list, but I don't think this I don't think this movie has any justification for the amount of times you've seen this in a one lifetime. <laughs> Well, that's because when I was a kid, I thought it was cool. Yeah, I I think if you're into superhero movies, I would recommend it to someone who is into superhero movies and just wants to experience, you know, how low this fran uh, franchise can go. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk about any scenes in particular? Let's see. What ones stick with Anything me? Anything I left out? I mean, the final 15, 20 minutes of this movie are boring, <laughs> forgettable. Borderline unwatchable, you said? <laughs> uh, when the color palette of the movie dramatically shifts from like blacks and blues to just bright orange? I will say to anyone who decides to watch this movie, there is a fun trivia fact that Ethan didn't even know that George Clooney and Arnold Schwarzenegger never filmed the scene together <laughs> in this movie. But when you think about it, it shows. Yeah, it does. It's interesting. I feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger was on set for maybe three days. 
and George Clooney five. <laughs> and he frankly could have had a stand in most of the time. Yes. Because all of his lines are ADR'd and sound like he just wanted to be done as soon as possible. <laughs> but I'll talk about that in a minute. Because I need to talk about whether or not I recommend this movie. And the answer will surprise you. It's no. <laughs> um, I have hit the quota. I've watched this movie as many times in one lifetime as a person needs to. Uh, the first... Two thirds of this movie, I would argue, are a very fun, bad movie. As soon as Poison Ivy goes and claims her home at the Turkish bath, this movie is unwatchably boring because nothing happens. Yes. I would even go to say that as soon as Mr. Freeze is captured, about halfway in through this movie, is when this movie stops <laughs> yeah. being interesting. Because Mr. Freeze is fun and bad. Poison Ivy is fun and bad. And then as soon as this movie tries to have a plot, it's not fun anymore. No. And the more time that's focused on Batman and Robin, the worse the movie is. <laughs> Let alone Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred gets a storyline, which is so weird. He's 160 years old. He gets diagnosed with a terminal disease that is magically cured. The stinger of this movie is that Mr. Freeze kills Poison Ivy. Maybe? Mm -hmm. Just dumb. It's dumb. It's bad. <laughs> but not bad enough. Um, all right, Wes. Time for the real question. Mm -hmm. How do we want to rank George Clooney's portrayal of Batman Bruce Wayne? It's bad. It's not good. <laughs> The MasterCard scene is the kiss of death uh, for <laughs> his portrayal. I mean, they're, they clearly thought, I don't know why, that he was playing an older Batman because the Robin and him are so close in age in this movie. And they have like the exact same haircut. <laughs> Buzz cut. That's all you need. It's just... It, it it feels weird they because it seems like they're because they're closer in age their dynamic seems off creepy uh and yeah there's like uh, the first 15 minutes of this movie we see like they're like being it, it seems purposeful how much they're like de making a demand on Alfred as butler like the doorbell mm -hmm. rings when Barbara arrives and <laughs> we don't even know where Alfred is in reference to the door. And Bruce just screams for the through the house, Alfred. <laughs> it's a mansion, Bruce. You live in a mansion. He could be anywhere. He could be in the third floor bathroom and you're demanding a 160 year old man to come answer the door. <laughs> and Barbara at one point, like, takes issue with his treatment too but then she just becomes part of the problem as well because he's revived and she becomes a bad girl so essentially he's serving his niece who again I don't even know what the age difference is between Alfred and his brother <laughs> that Barbara would be his niece she's supposed to be in, in, in college going to yeah. school in England yeah 
She can't just live in Gotham now. She's going to commute. <laughs> and won't she just feel shitty for having her uncles wait, wait on her, essentially? First of all, no way she got a full ride scholarship to programming in Oxbridge. Yeah. She's a terrible programmer. You heard the, here are the passwords she guesses for Alfred's computer. First, Alfred. Second, Wayne. And then there's a cut. England, Margaret after she looks at a picture, and then Peg. But you think at some <laughs> point she would have tried? I don't know, accessing the code. <laughs> so. I mean, to get back to Batman, George Clooney, there's just, he brings nothing to it. There's, he's, every line is delivered flat. He doesn't seem to be invested in it very much at all. Mm -hmm. And if I may, if I may give my two cents, I think that there's a world in which George Clooney could have pulled off a really fun performance as Bruce Wayne. Not necessarily Batman, but like younger playboy Bruce Wayne, I think George Clooney could do. But that's not what they wanted from him. They just directed it. It was written in a way that he could not succeed. I mean, the issues that a lot of people have with these 90s Batman movies that you're probably not even aware of is even with Michael Keaton, the, the character of Bruce Wayne was so underdeveloped like, you didn't really get a sense for who that person was at all. And that was something, mm-hmm. I think, what Christopher Nolan brought to the table Yeah, a bit more. I don't know if he was necessarily successful at that, but far be it for me to critique movies I haven't seen in a decade. Yes, true. So, yeah. Uh, uh, theater Clooney, kid, not, who, not the best yeah, theater kid who claimed that George Clooney was actually the best of Batman. <laughs> yeah, you're full of shit, just as I suspected you were. I will still say, Joel Schumacher, the director of this movie, had a whole bunch of fun doing what he was doing. I think that this movie was probably fun to direct and not in any other regard. <laughs> Because it really feels like everyone in this movie did exactly what Joel told them to do. Yeah. In the tri- Which in the w- trivia, apparently a lot of Joel Schumacher's casting was just because he saw like George Clooney and Uma Thurman in magazines. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, yeah, get them. He was a treasure. And we miss him. Because I would have loved to see the Schumacher cut. <laughs> Of Justice League. Is... Anyway, that's Batman and Robin. <laughs> oh, he did die. What you... No, he died, uh, I think, two years ago? June 2020. Well, that was Batman and Robin. We're going to take a quick break, and Wes is going to quiz me on Bat... on <laughs> Beavis. Beavis Dij. Beavis Dish. Beavis Dodge? Beavis Doge. <laughs> Doge. <laughs> uh, now I have to make Beavis Doge. I'll be right back. I do need one of these. Thank you. Is this Evangelion? <laughs>
That's going to be so much funnier when you actually watch that show. What if the kid had picked that up from Save Mart? Neon Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> and Robin Williams was like, oh, what do you have there? And then he... It's my anti-masturbation <laughs> cross. And then he shows up at his soccer practice <laughs> with an anti-masturbation cross in his back. Just trying to strap him to it. <laughs> Come on, Sammy. Was his name Sam? I can't remember. No, it was Jake, I think. Jake. Petition to strap Jake to the anti-masturbation group. Change.org petition. <laughs> the only way we can put one-hour photo on American Disney Plus is if we strap Jake <laughs> to the cross. Ah! Welcome and back. All right, so I'll be quizzing Ethan on Batman v Superman, colon, Dawn of Justice. Uh, a movie I uh, saw in theaters with food poisoning. Early stages of food poisoning. Front row? No, I had a pretty good seat. Well, no, it was towards the back. Front row is a good seat. No. You and I both know this is not true. Uh, <laughs> For a movie like this, it is. Got food poisoning from uh, some tacos that were called Hot Mamas. Yeah, I figured you were talking about the Hot Mama times. <laughs> Those mamas were too hot. Because you had, you had improv practice the next yeah. day. <laughs> You had a bad fucking weekend. Uh, so, Ethan, open-ended questions first. Why haven't you seen Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice? And what do you know about Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice? Uh, let me answer your second question. Let me answer this in the order that you presented it to me. So the first question I haven't watched this movie because I already know everything about this movie. And everything I know is that it sucks ass. Um this movie is uh so let, let me get another real reason I haven't watched it. One, I was in college when it came out. I didn't have any money and I certainly wasn't going to the movie theaters. I actually think the only movie that I watched in the theater uh, while I was in college, was Deadpool one at the marquee because someone offered at the marquee because someone offered to give me a ride. Um, I guess that really dates when I was in college. <laughs> Who did I see that with? I think I saw it with Paul. No, <laughs> I saw it with Shelby for sure. <laughs> yeah i think I, I think joel came with or maybe i just saw joel there interesting yeah what do you know about it what do i know about it let's start from the end and work our <laughs> way back shall we okay um so the big 
Con- <laughs> Sorry, I'm also really tired. <laughs> it's hitting me now. Wait until hour three of this movie. Uh, wait until hour three. Well, I'm watching this movie in chunks. I'm watching this in one hour chunks over the course of three days. I am not going to watch this all at once. Um, I know at the end of this movie, General Zod appears, and that's the big conflict that Batman and Superman have to overcome. But Batman, or not poor Batman, poor Superman dies. He dies at the end of this movie. <laughs> And we see uh, in the post-credits scene that the grave in which they bury him shakes because he's coming back for Justice League. Because <laughs> they decided, ooh, we should hint at the comic Death and Rebirth of Superman. <laughs> As though he wasn't Jesus already, <laughs> because whenever he appears, he appears coming down from the sky in the big cross formation, baby. Superman's Jesus. <laughs> Um, just before that happens, they uh, are in a big old fight uh, where Batman is about to kill Superman with the lance of Longinus, the spear that was used to kill Jesus. <laughs> Except it's made out of kryptonite. <laughs> but he doesn't do it because before <laughs> Superman dies, he utters his mother's name, Martha. <laughs> Which, I don't know if you knew this, or if any comic fan gave a shit beforehand, Batman's mom's name was also Martha! (laughs) And then Gail Godot shows up as Wonder Woman and says, no, there's a big problem. And then one of them goes, is she with you? No, I thought she was with you. Oh, man. Jesse Eisenberg is in this movie. (laughs) <laughs> he plays uh at first Herod Lex Luthor, but he plays young Lex Luthor. Oh, I hate Superman cuz Superman thinks he's god, but there can be no god. There's only Lex Luthor. Batman also doesn't like Superman because he thinks he's god and also he killed a bunch of people at the end of Man of Steel and just got away with it. Uh, Batman's coming up with a bunch of different methods to try to kill Superman and teams up with Lex Luthor once he realizes that Lex Luthor's the bad guy. Uh, Batman teams up with Superman. Lex Luthor teams up with General Zod. And Lex Luthor loses his hair because he's fucking with kryptonite stuff. Batman gets a robot suit. We do see a flashback of Batman's parents dying. You see Martha Wayne's pearls drop to the ground in the alleyway outside of the theater where they were going to watch Cats. Um, what else? What else? This Is this the movie where we see Batman mow down a bunch of Middle Eastern people with an AK-47 crawling out of the back of a truck? Or is that <laughs> Justice League? <laughs> I think that's Justice League. Isn't that every Batman movie? (laughs) Isn't that every Batman movie? Where he comes out with his AR-14s? Uh, 
There's that one stupid scene from the trailer where Jesse Eisenberg goes up to the two actors and he goes, wow, Bruce Wayne meets Clark Kent. Something no one would ever say because who gives a shit about Clark Kent? (laughs) Jimmy Olsen's not in this movie, but he should be. Lois almost dies in this movie. Uh, that's an, I've said enough. Yes, you have. <laughs> okay, so what does Batman do to criminals, and what are the implications the act carries? Uh, what? Batman... <laughs> it's something specific to this movie. <laughs> specific to this movie. Well, I know enough... So Batman's not super directly referenced in Suicide Squad, but they also want the implications of his actions to have carried into that movie, I think. So I think he has lethal and non-lethal weapons, but all of his quote-unquote non-lethal weapons might as well be lethal. Um so he probably shoots like that riot shotgun that fires super heavy bean bags into people and giving them major concussions and brain damage. Yeah. Um, why am I worried that there's not a single batarang in this movie? <laughs> I don't think there is a batarang in this movie. I'll say it. <laughs> I think he tases people with his electro fists. Okay, and then, so what are the implications of all of this? Um, That the police love him. They're a big fan of his methods. I'm just kidding. That's the real police. The police in this movie don't like him. Because <laughs> he's a vigilante, and they love Superman because they love Jesus. All right. What seem to be the list of grievances some people have with Superman? You've already listed some. The tornado that killed a bunch of people. That uh, he is a false idol. Which goes against the Ten Commandments. Come on, y'all. Do not bear false witness. (laughs) Look at me speaking to this former youth pastor (laughs) like I know anything about the Bible. I was not a youth pastor, youth leader. (laughs) Youth pastor. Wes, can you do the rest of your questions like a youth pastor? <laughs> no, I will not. <laughs> um, what, else, what, other, what other grievances? Batman or Superman wrecked my car. <laughs> uh, oh, the classic one. He's an immigrant. So he's bad. All right. Who in the U.S. government is trying to hold Superman accountable? Mm. (laughs) I want to say some dumb shit like the department, the secretary of energy. (laughs) But I bet Zack Snyder was doing some dumb shit and going Homeland Security. I want it to be energy. I'm pretty sure it's Homeland Security. But either way, it's the executive branch. If it were Congress, that would be awesome. Just all of Congress. 
Are they trying to try? Oh, no. Oh, I remembered now. So the movie is called Batman v Superman because it's you told me it's a court case. I cannot believe that he is being tried <laughs> at the U.S. Supreme Court. I'll let you know at the end of this when we're not recording. Okay. All right. So you already took a swing at this. Man, Antonin Scalia is all against (laughs) Superman. You already took a swing at this answer. Uh, What commonality (laughs) do Batman and Superman have that stops all the needless fighting? Their mom's named Martha. Martha's. (laughs) Stuart. All right. They're like, we both love Martha Stewart. (laughs) So, multiple choice questions. Which Me Too'd celebrity is in this movie? (laughs) Playing themselves. Casey. Oh, I was going to say Casey Affleck. (laughs) Ben Affleck was also Me Too. Um, Yeah, I know. A, Matt Lauer. B, Charlie Mm -hmm. Rose. C, Bill O'Reilly. D. Kevin Spacey. Playing themselves. Mm-hmm. That's that's the kicker here. I started watching 30 Rock again, so Matt Lauer is on the mind. Because <laughs> that motherfucker's in like every episode of 30 yeah. Rock. <laughs> no, Matt Lauer's in a bunch of episodes he, too. He is, Brian Williams is in more episodes of yes. 30 Rock. But he's problematic in a different way. He lied about getting (laughs) shot down in a helicopter in Iraq. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm thinking. Matt Lauer, Charlie Rose, Bill O'Reilly, Kevin Spacey. I don't know who Charlie Rose is. Charlie Rose, he was the CBS Morning News anchor who also got Me Too within a week of Matt Lauer Uh getting Me Too. (laughs) I'm remembering their names coming up together. Um, I thought you were gonna say I don't think I, I know. I want to say Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> I know who Bill O'Reilly is. I do know. So who you're gonna he say is. Bill I O'Reilly? I think it is him. Yeah. yeah. It's like when uh, not Judge Judy. No, yeah, Judge Judy. She shows up in some other shit. Not in the. Not in a movie that we've done already. Not in They Came Together. <laughs> a different movie. All right. Bonus question. I can't remember. What other Me Too'd celebrity plays a small role in this movie playing themselves? Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon plays himself. No, 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 no. Sorry, I I forgot that this was an open-ended question. Casey Affleck. Affleck. It was the only reason Ben Affleck agreed to do the movie, so that he could get his brother in. Why? As usual. (laughs) All right. How does Batman respond when Superman tells him to hang up the old bat suit? A. Are you talking to me? (laughs) B. Tell me, do you bleed? (laughs) C. Devils don't come from beneath us. They come from the sky. D, next time we meet, 
You'll wish you hadn't said that. Absolutely see. <laughs> Devils. It is, hands, it is hands down the cheesiest possible line. <laughs> and then he crawls away into the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> what weapon? I need to get on my <laughs> CPAP machine. What weapon does Batman build to defeat Superman? You already gave an answer for this, but we'll see. Hell yeah, I did. A, a batarang with kryptonite. B, brass knuckles with kryptonite. C, a spear with kryptonite. Or D, a shield with kryptonite. It's the fucking lights of Longinus. They gotta go for the biblical... (laughs) They, Zack Snyder has to go for the biblical allegory. What is an act Superman is framed for? A, killing a bunch of war criminals. B, blowing up the Oval Office. C, destroying a space shuttle. Or D, it is unclear what he is being framed for. <laughs> you know you know, I have to go for it's unclear. <laughs> That's red meat for me, but I gotta go for it. I'll take it. Why does Lex Luthor want General Zod's spaceship? A. Oh, that, (laughs) yep, he's going underwater, and then there's all the sonic frequencies. A, he wants to revive General Zod. B, he wants Mm -hmm. to learn all of Superman's secrets. C, he wants Mm. to escape Earth before he's found out. D, it is unclear Mm. why he wants the spaceship. (laughs) The Superman Secrets one, I okay. think. I've heard so many like critics talk about this movie that I feel like I know a lot, and I'm excited to get zero points. All right, true or false? We have three of these. Why only we'll three? See. True or false? Okay. Jimmy Olsen is murdered in this movie. Okay, so I here's the problem. I remember hearing what people wanted before this movie came out, and then mixed in with it is what actually happened, and people saying, oh, I wish that this happened. So I had already said that Jimmy Olsen is not in this mm-hmm. movie. So I'm going to take back that response and say, yes, he <laughs> is murdered in this movie. All right. True or false, Batman trains with a big old tire. Sure. True. All right. True or false, at one point we see photos of Martha Kent with the word bitch scrawled across her I just thought of something funnier that's very stupid. What was it? That it's not bitch, but mom. (laughs) Just so that he doesn't forget. He's facing a lot of supervillains. He doesn't know that one of them will make him forget. (laughs) It's true. He's always got to remember who mom is. It's not scrawled on on the photo. She got a tattoo. It's a tattoo. Is that what you're finding? That's... Clearly, that's not my real answer, Wes. 
I don't know. I don't know how gritty you think this has become. I always thought it was an upside down wow. All right. What are you saying? True or false? I'm saying false. False. I'm thinking you made that up from your, uh, what is the word? Damaged brain. (laughs) Just like Jared Leto's Joker. All right. Now we have a little mini game specifically for this. Three points called Who Said It? Bat v. Soup v. Lex. All right. Okay. So I'm going to give you a quote and you tell me who said it. No one stays good in this world. Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Sounds like that type of paranoid thought that Jesse Eisenberg is known to portray. He's a pretty chill dude. Okay. Now God is as good as dead. I can't change my answers. This one is Lex Luthor. Okay. Whatever you do, wherever you go, I'll be watching you. Whatever you do. <laughs> uh, I'll be watching you. you have I showed you the Jose Feliciano cover of that song? Yes, you have. Where Sting is being a fucking baby and can't even fucking pretend that he enjoys it. It's a tough watch. <laughs> that everyone else is in the audience being normal is the weird part. Yes. Well, no, I think the normal response is just to sit through it, grin it, and bear it. He forgets the lyrics, Wes. So what? You just he's trying to do a nice gesture. Um Whatever you do, uh, wherever Superman. you go, I'll be watching. Superman. Superman. Alright. Soup I am Superman. Alright. Now I will send you my retaliation screenshot. All right, so there's a kid. He's strapped to a cross. <laughs> it's titled the Anti-Masturbation Cross. <laughs> All right, Ethan. Describe. You couldn't even give me his face. I gave you something else to look at. You know that I don't know... <laughs> You know, I think that Ben Affleck and the guy that plays Superman look exactly the same from behind. All right, Ethan, tell me what's going on. Describe this scene. All right. Jesus Christ. First of all, half the frame is black. There's nothing there. Get used to it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to watch the fucking Snyder Cut, which I'm assuming is nearly unwatchable with how dark it's going to be. It's it's Bruce Wayne. He's in the shower. He's a very old, old man, uh, and he's tired. He's got his hand pressed up against the shower wall, and then his other hand, I think, gripping his nose and rubbing down it like you do when you have a migraine. Um, it might help to describe, you know, where do you think this is in the movie? What's What's been going on? This is probably towards the late middle of the movie after Batman and Superman have their first altercation and Batman just got his ass kicked and he's like, 
oh, I should have done a better job kicking Superman's ass. But he walloped me good. And he's sitting here and he's got so many burdens on his shoulders, like uh, the war crimes that he has committed and the fake war crimes that he's been accused of, <laughs> which so frequently get intermixed, as well as his own dealings with his mortality compared to that of Sparman. But I'm guessing that there's not a lot of sound in this scene other than the sound of the shower hitting the floor and maybe the occasional... <laughs> <laughs> And then maybe there'll be an un- a soundtrack undertone uh, of some, what, I'm trying to pinpoint exactly what music Zack Snyder likes to use, and I can't think of the genre specifically. <laughs> New wave punk rock? Is that what you would call it? No, I would not call it that. <laughs> uh, and the worst part, you can't see no dong, because mm-hmm. this movie's not allowed to be rated R. And I think Ben Affleck is too afraid to show Dong on camera, but loves to show Dong to non-consenting individuals. Sure. Wes is sure is a sign of full agreement that Ben Affleck is a sex criminal. Yes. (laughs) Better get me that cross because I got this picture now. (laughs) (laughs) Should I post this on the social media? The last two messages that you've sent to me. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Just okay. captioned it, getting ready for Batman Museum. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, Ethan, uh, enjoy Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice like the rest of us. And uh... <laughs> we've all enjoyed it. Everyone except you. Yeah, it was just the food poisoning. Um, and You texted me after finishing this movie. I thought it was the food poisoning that made me feel bad after this, but I think it might have just been the movie. I'm not going to say or do anything to impact how you might uh, you know, respond to this movie. You know, I think you should give it a fair shake. <laughs> And yeah, uh, this movie can currently be seen on HBO Max. Yes, it can. Is is this is the version that's on HBO Max a different cut of the movie? Yes, I cannot find the theatrical cut. <laughs> this is the <laughs> ultimate cut. Great, I'm excited. Does that mean it's worse? Probably. No. How do you go into this movie neutral? To be fair. I couldn't tell the difference between this this version and what I saw the first time. Again, the food poisoning. The only time I noticed it was the ending is, you'll probably realize, the the last like 20 minutes of this movie, weirdly cut. Bizarre. Because Zod's not super important in Justice League? I don't know. Zod... We'll get there. Be patient. Who's Steppenwolf? Be patient. <laughs> Who's Knife Man Steppenwolf? Soon enough, we'll watch the Josh Whedon cut of Justice League, and then together, we will watch the Zack Snyder cut. I want to see how much overlap between Buffy the Vampire Slayer 
and the Joss Whedon cut of Justice League, there is probably a lot. I don't think his directing style had changed in the decade between. All right, you're going to sign us off. <laughs> no, I don't have the script. Can you do it? <laughs> I also haven't updated the points because of my door. laptop setup right now. All right, you've been listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The current score is Ethan, 5. Wesley, 22. You can follow us on Facebook at We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet or on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can follow Ethan at Powerful Goose and you can follow me at Baby Wesley. And remember, I'm Mr. White Christmas. White (laughs) Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. Sing! (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.